This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Canadian Cyber Center is warning that in the coming months, Iran and Russia are going to be upping their cyber attacks against us. And what they'll be doing is helping cyber criminals operate in safe havens set up by these enemy states that target, uh, target our Western targets, including in this country. And so what they're going to be doing basically is organize cyber crime. And they do pose a threat to our national security. And over the next two years, it's expected that they'll target schools, the utilities, uh, hospitals, our energy sector. All the things that we have been warned, get those things shored up and secure. Whether we did is completely a different story, but uh, no question about it. I mean, the disruptions already of things like ransomware attacks, uh, very disruptive, very costly. But now apparently our enemies are upping their game. David Shipley is a cybersecurity expert and CEO of Boceron Security. He joins us now. Good to have you. Thanks for having me. The Canadian Cyber Centre, um, they're warning. So when they warn, how seriously do we take it? Because we really, I don't think we've been at all serious, David, in, in this part of the world where you know we seem to kind of drag our feet on securing things that we don't see necessarily. But, uh, you know, what does it mean when they, when they warn? Well, <clears throat> these are the folks that have their finger on the pulse of cybersecurity in this country. The the center has uh, expertise from Canada's um, electronic spy agency, our version of the NSA, called the Communications Security Establishment, or CSE. And they're often called in to help deal with these extraordinary attacks against Canadian interests. So in terms of expertise, there are no greater experts in this country uh, than the folks at, at CSE. And, and they partner with the RCMP's National Cybercrime Center. And, and these are the top dogs of cybersecurity in Canada, and they are barking loudly that we're in for some mm. bad times. And, you know, this should come as no surprise, just like fall leads to winter in this country. Uh, Russian and Iranian cybercrime will continue to ramp up, both because both countries need the cash, and it is yeah. in the interest of both countries to hurt Canada. Now, we're a country that doesn't take national security seriously, period, full <laughs> stop. Um, all yeah, parties, name it. Uh, cyber is but one element of that. And, and, and of all the national security elements, we're probably the worst at cyber. This is stark contrast to the United States and, and how long the Americans will continue to tolerate our vulnerability given the interconnected nature of our economy is an interesting question because the Americans are taking this extraordinarily seriously and they're becoming much more resilient, which means we're the easy kid to bully and that's not a good place for Canadian citizens. Well, right, but I think Canadian citizens, uh, you know, assume, and I don't like to use that word, assume that the governments are taking these things seriously, and then we hear warning after warning after warning, and then we just never really actually are serious about it. So the question I ask is, are we ready for this? Because we've heard, David, certainly, you know, with all these ransomware attacks, that municipalities get hit, hospitals get hit, and they do it very quietly because they don't need, like, any extra headaches, so they just kind of pay it off, make it go away, but... 
are we ready? Is our power grid secure? And, and what would these attacks look like? And yeah, I, I would say the fact that there aren't laws um, that hold critical infrastructure providers accountable in this country uh, to be ready, <laughs> say no. Uh, the fact that Ottawa's sense of urgency on this law is maybe we get it passed by the end of this year. It's currently stuck in committee. And maybe in two to three years, the law will actually take effect, says we're not serious and we're not ready. We had a Canadian pipeline hacked this year. Yeah. We only knew about it because an American intelligence officer decided to brag post uh, classified documents from the American side that said <clears throat> the Russian D team, not the A team, the D team <laughs> was able to get physical access or get access to this pipeline and could have caused a, a physical life safety incident. Like that's how real this is. Suncor yeah. is yeah. still cleaning up their breach. Sobe's bill is 50 million plus. Chapters Indigo is in the millions yeah. of losses and tens of millions of losses of revenue. So in terms of losses to Canadians, which all of this crime, by the way, doesn't get absorbed by shareholders of these companies, it's passed on in higher cost, i.e. prices, mm -hmm. to us. So, you know, part of the inflation crisis in this country, not necessarily the single biggest part, high carbon tax, but but certainly a significant part is this uh, cybercrime epidemic. Yeah, I mean, you look to the May 2021, the Colonial Pipeline, uh, that was shut down for, for a long time. And it does it cause fuel shortages and all the rest of it. But it, there's an impact, especially if they do it in the winter. And so, um, look, I, I guess, who's the bigger threat, Russia or Iran? Or are they both in the basket of deplorables? Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, mean, I know that. <laughs> North, North Korea is probably the biggest threat of using cyber to steal billions of dollars from cryptocurrency to fund their nuclear weapons program. So if we want to go full James Bond villain, it'd be North Korea. If we want to talk about who's got a grudge against Canada, I mean, obviously our support for Ukraine, which does need our help, uh, puts us in a position where we should be getting ready to take a punch to the jaw and instead we're sticking our face uh, out there um, and we're not ready to, to take it. We got a glass jaw in this country. Um, boy, you know, boy. we're eager to take the selfies and take the credit, but we're not ready to uh, to take the hits that we know are going to come from the Russians. Yeah, or China. I mean, like China apparently is on the on the on the brink of uh, taking control of the Arctic from us. I mean, we don't talk about that. We're just, I don't know, David. Like we're just not serious. And and I think Canadians have shown whether it's defense or any things, they want to get serious. They understand the threats, uh, but we just don't. Yeah, I, I, and I don't know. I I, I think ca Canadians are like that uh, person that coasts off of their, uh, you know, they were high school football stars, i.e. in the World War yeah. II, we were great players, um, and now they're in their 40s still talking about their glory days, um, and those glory days have long since passed us, and everybody else can see through it. And we're the couch surfer of NATO. We uh, have dramatically yeah. invested our Canadian forces and are abusing them uh, to, to fill in gaps in national emergency preparedness versus preparing to actually protect us from a national security perspective in conflict. Um, and I don't see any examples from from the uh, the uh, opposition parties of any kind of an actual coherent yeah. strategy. And, and again, speaking back of, of how seriously government takes this threat, we don't even have an updated defense strategy. Um, and, and that got kind of shelved when we shuffled the Titanic deck chairs of cabinet. Yeah, we're not having an inquiry. We're not even talking about inquiry. I mean, there's so much uh, we're not doing that that our our, advers our adversaries must just uh, just laugh at us, and our allies just they don't want anything to do with us at this point. So, better get serious uh, real soon because it's you know when it happens, you know you can't just look at each other and go now what.
All right, Dave, we'll, um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, as you say, it's everyday Canadians. It's cancer patients who don't get chemo. It's people Mm -hmm. who can't pay their bills getting higher costs. We're all paying the price for Canada's cyber um, ignorance. Totally agree. All right, we'll stay tuned to this. Thank you for the red flag again. Appreciate it. You're very welcome. Take care. That's Dave Shipley joining us here. We're just so reactive to everything, to everything.